Welcome to another episode of Fail Succeed. After a few technical issues, we're finally ready to go. H. Yeah, sorry about that. That's all right. That's all right. You well? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, quite keen to get into this today. Yeah, a couple of good topics for us, so let's get straight into it. The fail this week is actually quite close to home for you, isn't it? Well, geographically, yes, it is, yeah. So the fail this week is that people are finding it very difficult to pronounce quite a few English place names. And topping the list, H, is somewhere near where you are right now, isn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. This is a a place in Somerset, and I'm just going to spell it first. F-R-O-M-E. Yeah, Frome. Okay. Frome. So you think that was Frome, but as we both know, it's not. It's not, no. What is it, H? Froome. It almost sounds Scottish, doesn't it? Froome? <laughs> I mean, yes, when you say it like that. How would you say it in a West Country accent? I, I'd say Froome. Froome, okay. Froome. You're, are you in Somerset? You are in Somerset, I'm aren't in you? North Somerset, yeah. North Somerset. It used to be Avon, but now it's, uh, yeah, but Avon's, Avon is no longer a county. Oh, interesting. Not that interesting. I mean, I think, so this this top to pole, right, is the most difficult English uh, or British village, uh, British town to uh, pronounce, which I think is a bit harsh because I think everyone who, I know obviously everyone who tries to say it without knowing gets it wrong. It just looks like Frome, but at least they have a crack. Um, it's not that scary to look at compared with, with other names, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you look at some of the other ones in the list, and we'll go into those in a minute, this is definitely not the most difficult one. But of course, if you're coming from a different country, I mean, you've got no bloody clue, right? No. And the, I mean, the other hardest one, I think, is that one from Wales, which is obviously going to be difficult because it's Welsh and there's rarely any vowels in it. Um, this is Y-N-Y-S-Y-B-W-L. Have a go at pronouncing that. Apparently, it's pronounced Anisabur. There are also a couple of other English names on the list which are pretty complicated. Fifth on the list is a place called Wolsery, which isn't spelled anything like that. And ninth on the list is a place called Ransom, which looks as though you should pronounce it Rampisham. So, I mean, us Brits, we do have a fascination with uh, these weird sort of names that you write one way and you don't really pronounce them like that. There are quite, I mean, I, I'm driving around, especially to the West Country, you see all kinds of odd names. But uh, I think I've, my favourite ones that I've seen throughout the country, are you ready for these? Go on. Uh, there's a Bishop's Itchington in Warwickshire. That's very close to where I grew up, I know. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a Curry Mallet in Somerset. Brilliant. Marsh Gibbon in Buckinghamshire. There's a Wet Wang in Yorkshire. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, Wet Wang. Uh, there's a Nether Wallop, which is quite famous in Hampshire. Matching Tie in Essex, quite good. Come uh, on. And my favourite, <laughs> Bitchfield in Lincolnshire. <laughs> excellent. Nice and mature, H. Nice yeah. and mature. Yeah. Okay, excellent. So that was that was our fail this week. But, I mean, again, it's it's had a positive turn because now everyone knows how to pronounce these places. We move on now, H, to our success this week. And this is a, uh, a heart-lifting tale from France, our friends over the channel in France. Yeah. And it's about a woman in her 90s who decided to move house and she was doing a clear out of the house. 
she was going to get rid of a load of stuff, but she got around someone to see if there was anything of value. And it turns out the painting she had above her cooker is probably worth three to five million pounds. Mm. What, kind, what was this painting, H? Tell us. Uh, another impossible name to pronounce. An Italian painter called Cimabue. I know you think this is a heartwarming tale, but I've obviously uh, put another spin on it. You've seen the darkness in the story. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> okay, so imagine having... You're this 90-year-old woman, right? You've been living in a squalid shack somewhere, scraping together a living, only to discover, as you near death, that all this time, that weird old religious painting that you've never really liked, you know, but has been hung up above your cooker and you haven't been able to afford to replace it, was worth five million quid all along. And uh, she could have had a completely different life. She could have, uh, you know, been eating snails and caviar off the chest of a strapping young man at the Ritz in Paris or before can-canning her way through the Tuileries, you know. But instead, she's just in there, in her shack, old, about to die, and now she's got her cash. The painting, the painting is called Christ Mocked. Now, let's address the elephant in the room here, H. Yeah. A lot of people in that painting look like you. Oh, I haven't. Let's have a look. Hang on. Are they ginger? They're ginger with beards. Do they look a lot like Bradley Cooper? No, which is why they look a lot like you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really... Just because I've got a beard, and actually there's another reason why they don't look like me at all. Go on. They've all got hair. <laughs> the guy on the far left in the blue cape looks exactly like you. Right. What, guy, when, I'm wear, what, when I'm wearing my cape? Yeah, the guy right next to Christ with his arm around him looks exactly like you. When I'm wearing my red toga? Exactly. So there we go, H. That's the end of another episode. Thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>